3: From WABE in Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Wrights. Thank you for listening. Let the record show that Record Store Day is this Saturday. The Observance celebrates independent record store owners and employees with attention to the unique culture surrounding nearly 1,400 independently owned record stores in the U.S., and thousands of similar stores internationally. The owner of Criminal Records in Atlanta, Eric Levin, is a co-founder of the celebration that was established in 2008. Later this hour, he'll talk with City Light senior producer Kim Drobes. Before that, we'll walk the red carpet with the Tony Award-winning actor and hometown hero, Shuler Hensley, and Beth Lanhart of the ArtsBridge Foundation. They'll tell us about the Shuler Awards for Georgia High School Musical Theater students. First... We're in our spring fundraiser and we're asking for your donations because those donations help us to create more thought-provoking and interesting interviews. Right now, we've got yet another reason to give. I'm joined by City Light senior producer Kim Drobes who'll tell us more.
4: Hey, Lois. And yes, that is right. When you give right now, you're in a drawing. $250 American Express gift card is on the table. The drawing is open to anyone who donates now until the end of City Lights. It's a pretty small pool. So because of that, your odds of winning are really, really good. And your gift right now in this fundraiser helps us to bring you City Lights and get you entered in that drawing. Not like you needed that, but you know, it'll get you entered in the drawing. Please take a moment and give what may be your very first donation to WABE. You give at wabe.org donate or give us a call 678-553-9090.
5: My name is Penny Brooks, and I live in McDonough. I worked in news radio for a number of years. And I'll tell you, Our formats really held us to a very tight schedule. Our stories had to be very brief, not a lot of detail. What is different
4: about public radio and WABE, you hear plenty of detail so that you can make informed decisions about what's happening in our world, how we can respond to it. And that's what I really appreciate.
3: (sighs) A major difference between commercial and public radio news is the very meaning of public. WABE exists for you, for the public. We're not here to sell you commercials. Instead, we treat you like the curious individual you are. And that gives us the freedom to provide a level of detail and information you just don't find anywhere else. On City Lights, that means a level of arts and culture coverage you don't find anywhere else. Penny, thank you for your comments and thank you for your gift right now at wabe.org slash donate or when you call 678-553-9090. So you've
4: gotten yourself ready to make that gift. How about making the gift a sustaining one? The majority of our members start at around $10 a month. We've kind of found that to be a sweet spot. So when you sign up as a monthly sustaining Donor, that's $10. That $10 helps pay for every reason you listen to 90.1. That's all the shows you love, like Morning Edition, 1A, maybe City Lights. (laughs) You know, we're all telling powerful, fact filled stories every day. And your sustaining gift helps us to continue to amplify the voices of Atlanta long after this fundraiser is over. The amount you give, obviously, it is completely up to you. Only you know what you can afford. But us, without commercial income, we really do rely heavily on Atlanta for support. In fact, 84% of our funding comes from Metro Atlanta. That's listeners just like you. Please give us a call. Give and give generously at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090.
0: When you give right now, we'd like to send you the brand new WABE t shirt. This black tee has the WABE logo on the front and the slogan, A Rare Medium, Well Done, on the back. It's yours with a new monthly gift of $20 or a one time gift of $240. And as a bonus, you'll receive the PBS Streaming Service Passport. When you give right now, you're helping to pay for all of the WABE programs you love. Plus, you're amplifying Atlanta by funding fact based, impartial news. So please, Give monthly at wabe.org slash
3: donate or call 678-553-9090 and thanks. And a reminder that when you pledge during City Lights, and that's only within this hour, your name will automatically be entered into a drawing to win a $250 gift card from American Express. So... Think about what you could do with $250. Mm, I can think of some fun things, but I digress because I wanted to let you know that the most popular way to donate to WABE is online. It's also the easiest. In just a few minutes, you can become the newest supporting member of WABE. Just visit wabe.org slash donate, and you'll go directly to the Secure Giving page. Decide on whether you want to make a one-time gift or become a sustainer. That way, You never have to worry about renewing your membership. And when you are online, you can take a look at the great thank you gifts with art by Fabian Williams. And then you choose the amount that works for you. Finally, you let us know how to contact you. And that's it. You are all set. As Kim Drobes would say, done (laughs) so. It couldn't be easier. Try it out now, won't you, at org slash donate. Or please give us a call if you prefer at 678 553
4: And remember, when you give this morning, your name is being entered into that drawing to win a $250 American Express gift card. If you're someone who likes rules, we have rules for you. You can find out <laughs> all the contest details at org slash contest rules. Your odds of winning are spectacular. This is a short show, right? So your odds right now are actually one in five. Please give at wabe.org donate or call 678-553-9090. And incidentally, if you are listening to the evening rebroadcast of City Lights, We're also going to enter you into this drawing, so you be sure to give your gift now as well. 678-553-9090, and thank you.
3: And now a hometown, Tony Award-winning actor celebrates local high school talent. Shuler Hensley is a multi-talented performer who also has had a long-time commitment to education. His generosity is evident in the Georgia High School Music Theater Awards, also known as the Schuler Awards or the Schulers. This is the 14th year of the awards being given and the event is back live and in person tomorrow, April 21st. Joining me now via Zoom to talk more about the excitement of the televised event is the awards namesake, Schuler Hensley, with Beth Lenhart. Director of Arts Education at the ArtsBridge Foundation. Welcome back to City Lights.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Lois.
3: So for those who aren't familiar yet with the competition, would you explain what it entails?
5: So the Schuller Awards, the competition, the Georgia High School Musical Theater Awards, entails schools that participate, they get adjudicated by professional artists volunteering to witness their production live. And they basically adjudicate and evaluate the performance on various categories. Those adjudicators then will submit scores, and after the scoring, we get the nominees. And we have been fortunate to have 50 schools participate across the state of Georgia, and 46 adjudicators generously donating their time and going to see all these fantastically talented students across the state. And we are very proud to have 20 schools actually being up for nomination.
3: How have you seen the awards evolve and grow over the last fourteen years? This is for both of you
2: well, for me, there's a word that is profoundly important and meaningful right now, Lois, and that's the word live theater. The past two award shows were virtual. I think Beth, if I'm not mistaken, even the i'm the way in which people viewed them you had to send in videos and and so we we've just we've just come through something that no one was expecting but its the talent too has evolved to where you know i when i was in high school and coming up in this business to say someone was a triple threat was something super rare and now it's the standard i mean these kids act, sing, dance, they do everything and they do it really well. And my involvement and joy over the past 14 years is to watch how these these kids have grown artistically and just as a community in Georgia. It's a real connection. And I say that because now I'm in, in the music man on Broadway. And one of the most gratifying things about that is to go out You know we have restrictions in terms of uh, meeting people afterwards but there are little barricades set up where you can wave to people and seriously every week there's somebody there that i talk to who says oh i was in the fourth year of the Schuler awards you know now i'm doing now i'm a lawyer in town or even one of our physical therapists who works on the music man was a a participant in 2013 and she went on to go into physical therapy. So it's just a family. It's it's a created and extended family of people who not only perform the arts, but absolutely love the arts.
3: Oh, that's so heartening. And I'm glad you mentioned your performance in The Music Man. We bought tickets last fall when things seemed to be Subsiding things, meaning cases and the coronavirus pandemic seemed to be a little better. And we thought, well, February 2nd, certainly by then, there will be no threat. Obviously, that was before Omicron hit and the music man was badly hit. Right. We decided to brave it and go, and I will say it was worth every bit of trepidation we felt beforehand. Schuller, the production is marvelous. You were sensational. (laughs) And part of what was so astonishing for my husband and me and our daughter was— to see the audience, because it was mostly New Yorkers, I think, still, in, in the dead of winter. And people stood up. During the overture, there was applause. I mean, the gratitude at being able to gather again for live theater was, was palpable from the overture. And I, I wondered what it has been like for you to be performing live since, I mean, Music Man was supposed to open in 2020, wasn't it?
2: It was actually. I um, found my original letter talking about joining the cast, and I, I believe it was January of 2019 mm. was when we started planning on having this. Production And looking back at that, it's astounding, but it's really interesting that you say how, how you, you felt and what you witnessed when you came to, to the show. And I'm often asked, what is it about this profession that is the most rewarding? And I, I really think just the power of arts in general. You don't get a sense of that until it's taken away. I really feel like New Yorkers are very discerning with their art and with their theater. And you're right, every night, it's like a, a rebirth of the power of art, the, the power of the community of, of theater, of live theater. The combination of performing a quintessential American musical in the music band, something that everyone has a personal relationship with in their life whether they saw the original movie or did the production in high school it's the power of the connection and then you add to it the music and the story and it's for two and a half hours you have a community in this theater that finally gets to come together and just be together and live a story together and there's just nothing like it i mean i'm working with hugh jackman and Sutton foster and they obviously have had enormous careers in other mediums but it's theater it's theater that people come back to because of the sense of community and being involved in the moment with an audience and you talk about the audience the audience is a character in this show every every performance we sense the gratitude we sense the excitement we sense the feel the energy that they give and it's invaluable and another example of that is sometimes i will take an hour or so to get out of costume and actually leave thinking you know, I'll go out, and there won't be anybody there. And there are people just standing there. They, who've seen the show, who just don't want to leave the area. <laughs> so it's it's extraordinary. And you know, to to bring that back to the Georgia High School Musical Theater Awards, this is where it starts for this new generation of of kids. These moments that they can see, wow, the magic of a live theater event like the award show, not only in the audience, but the, the kids that actually participate in it, to be in a world-class venue like the Cobb Energy Center and to just be a part of something so special in a live setting will be with them for the rest of their lives. And that's why, honestly, Lois, that's why I'm always wanting to be a part of this and make it a priority because it's, it is so amazing. It's something that you can't reproduce.
3: Shuler Hensley, the Tony Award-winning actor and creator of the Georgia High School Musical Theater Awards. We'll return with more of our conversation after a short break. But first, the reason we have a fundraiser that we're in right now, is simple. We're looking for donations to help cover the costs of programs such as City Lights. Your donation helps our small but mighty team continue to bring you arts and culture coverage, like the segment you just heard with Broadway star and Atlanta resident Shuler Hensley. Please take a moment to give your April gift at wabe.orgslash donate. I'm Lois Wrights. So glad to be with you and join this hour by City Light Senior Producer Kim Drobes.
4: Yep, and as Lois just mentioned, we're just looking to cover our costs here. We are a mini but mighty team, and you guys deserve the best arts and culture coverage in Atlanta, and we want to be able to provide that to you. Hopefully, an incentive like we have right now with a $250 American Express gift card will help, and I'd like to go ahead and thank a couple of recent donors, Randy and Marietta, Lawrence in Marietta, and Carolyn in Atlanta, thank you so very much. This drawing is open to those of you who call only during City Lights, so your odds of winning are really good. In fact, right oh, they're changing. Right now, they are one in six. Ooh. That is still really, really good. This you can, just it. I know. Breaking news. You can give right now at wab.org or with a call 678-553-9090. And we know you're not making an April gift just because of this gift card incentive. We know you're doing it because you appreciate City Lights and all of the interesting stories you hear here every day. Like our Speaking of the Art series, which highlights artists in their own words and spans the entire metro area. It's a beautiful segment that really allows us to bring many, many voices into the fold. So please, take a moment, give right now at wabe.org slash donate. Oh, the odds are changing again. It's one in seven. Get in here, people, before the odds get worse. Is that how it works? Oh,
3: yeah. You need to come right now. We want to say the odds are greater, isn't it? Yeah. Okay.
4: My name is Ginger Garrett, and I live in Cumming, Georgia.
5: Last year at the Thanksgiving table, there was a big brouhaha over whether or not we are actually listening to people that don't live like us or
4: look like us. But I have found just by listening to what's going on in other communities, by listening to WABE, I feel like that
5: is making a positive impact because not only is my mind more open, but my heart is more open.
3: Thank you, Ginger, for that comment. I was struck by Ginger saying are we really listening to each other well you'll notice that the conversations you hear on WABE have impact and insight and they also have civility and empathy so please join in with listeners like Ginger who help it who help make it all happen with financial support. Your gift allows us to create the great stories you love, and it helps us to amplify your Atlanta. It only takes a moment online at wabe.org donate, or call 678-553-9090. And if you can Become a member at the Cornerstone Society level, the equivalent of a hundred dollars a month. You will be included in events like that which we just had, with the marvelously multi-talented host of all things considered, Ari Shapiro. You
4: know, if your wallet's not a Cornerstone. Level wallet, we totally get that, and $10 a month seems to be the most comfortable level for new sustainers, and it's really the best way to give, because the amount, it's obviously always going to be up to you. Make your first-time sustainer gift, or if you're already a sustainer, consider adding just a couple more dollars to your monthly gift right now. And remember that we do get the vast majority of our funding from listeners just like you. So please give now at wabe.org donate or by calling 678-553-9090.
5: My name is Donna Court, and I live in Marietta, Georgia. So why am I a Cornerstone member? Because I believe that my money matters there. So the Cornerstone program is giving either $100 per month or a total of $1,200 per year. Getting information, trustworthy information, as opposed to opinions is very important. and. Public radio is the perfect vehicle to do that in.
3: Thank you, Donna, from Marietta. Thank you for being a Cornerstone member. And now, an update up to the second. Your chances of winning that American Express gift card, a $250 gift card. Your chances of winning are now one in eight. Still pretty good. Donate during this hour low this half hour. Why am I talking to myself? (laughs) Not low. In the next half hour, if you donate, your name is entered into a drawing to win a $250 gift card from American Express. Won't you consider becoming a Cornerstone member if you can? Today, that's $100 a month. Or give at the amount that's comfortable for you, online at wabe.org donate or calling 678-553-9090. Thank you. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Wrights. It's great to have you along. Let's return to our discussion of the Georgia High School Theater Awards, also known as the Schuller Awards. My guests are Beth Lenhart, Director of Arts Education at the ArtsBridge Foundation, and actor Schuller Hensley, creator of the awards. Here... Let details some of the some of the expected highlights of this year's show.
5: So from opening to closing, there are gonna be moments that cause us to remember, to reflect, to be proud, and then to celebrate. We have fantastic opening numbers that have some favorites like The Lion King, all the way to ending it with, uh, you know, our typical cannons and confetti, and we have all of the streamers coming out and just an absolute joy as we, you know, dance the night away in absolute celebration. And we have, you know, so many amazingly talented productions, things that are contemporary, that have high nominations in terms of one school. Ringgold, for example, is Catch Me If You Can with 11 nominations, I believe, and we have Lambert High School and the Spongebob Musical. So you have a lot of really great contemporary pieces and everything in between, all the way to some fantastic favorites. And we're going to get a little piece of Les Mis, and we're going to get some guys and dolls. Those are the fun things and remembering it and, and just totally enveloping ourselves with the love and passion that we've had to kind of celebrate in different ways these last couple years.
3: Yeah. I read that this year's competition included a new non-gendered acting award for supporting performer instead of supporting actress or supporting actor. What can you tell us about this change? for the Schuler Awards?
5: Well, that was a really important step in what ArtsBridge always focuses on, which is how can we be more inclusive in our programming? And it doesn't matter which aspect. And it also applies to the Schulers. We ended up receiving requests from teachers and also students themselves giving us voice behind why we need to rethink some of the things, even though there's not a lot of people jumping on that bandwagon. And we decided to combine the supporter actor and actress category so that we had an expanded non gendered category that will now be called supporting performer.
3: Surely you mentioned the physical therapist. I wondered, have you worked with any of these students who've participated in the Schuler Awards in subsequent productions?
2: Well, it's, it's interesting because um, when I walk to work, I pass shows like MJ, which has uh, one of the ensemble members is a, is a former awards show participant and sponge you mentioned SpongeBob. we had somebody so it's all it's a very interesting thing and as the years go by it seems like more and more of these kids are are getting involved in theater at at, definitely at the college level but the professional level as well so yeah I'm, i'm constantly coming in contact either directly or indirectly with One of the girls in our ensemble, a music man, her boyfriend is a former participant who's also an actor here in New York. So it's a weekly event, Lois. (laughs) And I always preach this because when I work with students and when I talk to the younger generations of performers, what I love about this business is that you never are too old to learn you never reach a point in it where networking and working with fellow actors grows obsolete or is not important it's always important and i'm finding as i get older as a performer coming to the younger generations for inspiration and for new ideas on productions of the the way the musical Beth, you talked about some of the musicals represented this year like spongebob and and some of the newer ones for my generation these are the voices of these up-and-coming performers and it's just extraordinary to be sort of in the family of the arts i don't know of another profession maybe that that is so encompassing in terms of the age range for example my show the music man i think our youngest cast member is 7 or 8 <laughs> and the oldest is in mid 70s so you've got two maybe three generations of of people in one show you know making up river city in the music man and it's like a family it's like you'll find the youngest kid sitting there having a conversation with the oldest cast member and laughing and enjoying each other and i just think it's uh it's extraordinary
3: i think Shuler hensley is extraordinary the tony award-winning actor and also Artistic Director of City Springs Theater in Sandy Springs. We heard him with Beth Lenhart, the Director of Arts Education at the Impressive Arts Bridge Foundation. The Georgia High School Musical Theater Awards, also known as the Schuler Awards, will be broadcast live tomorrow evening. That's April 21st. On GPB TV. More information can be found on our website, WABE.org. In a moment, Kim Drobes will catch up with one of the co founders of Record Store Day, Eric Levin of Criminal Records here in Atlanta. But first, We'd like to have a record-breaking number of donations from you. We're in our spring fundraiser, and you can help this station continue to flourish and grow by contributing right now at wabe.org donate. I'm Lois Wrights joined by City Lights senior producer, Kim Drobes.
4: And when you guys give right now to support City Lights, we're entering your name into a drawing to win a $250 American Express gift card. It's the only gift card we're giving away during City Lights. And right now, your odds are one in nine. And those odds have come from these amazing donors, Michael in Norcross, Christopher in Atlanta, and then a bunch of listeners that didn't feel comfy giving their names, but they're from Johns Creek and Duluth and Alpharetta and Cumming and Flowery Branch. Don't you want to put your neighborhood on that list? Why not join them? Give at maybe, let's say, $10 a month. It's the most popular level. For City Lights fans, we immensely appreciate you. WAB.org slash donate 678-553-9090. The odds just
5: changed to 1 in
4: 10. All right. So let's get on this.
5: I'm Faith Saley of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and Dunwoody, Georgia, here with a short comedic observation from Atlanta's very own Dad's Garage.
0: Did you guys hear about that Broadway musical that's coming to town? Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Uh, Lois was talking about it on City Lights.
5: Oh, well, I was too busy listening to Lois. She was telling me actually about a new restaurant opening up.
0: She was telling me about the coolest comedy club in town. Did you see her touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons?
5: It was incredible. I heard
0: she invented Ziploc bags. Do you yeah. remember when she fixed the 7585 bridge after it caught on fire?
5: Well, she was holding it up with her own two arms. Yeah.
0: Did you guys know that the Grady Curve used to be just one parallel line and she actually bent it? Wow. wow. She made the curve. She really knows everything about Atlanta. Like, she's been everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't move.
5: Um, is Lois behind me? Yeah. She's behind you too uh, at the same time.
0: She's everywhere. She has a sign that says donate.
5: Oh, it must be for w-a-b-e
0: oh their fund drive
5: yeah they rely on listeners like us i mean guys we got to get more lois donate donate
0: donated done we love you lois
5: that fundraising moment was courtesy of dad's garage and y'all in the name of gender equality i want to point out that moms also have garages Hey, Atlanta, supporting WABE really is important, and it is so easy. Here's how.
3: Okay, you can give at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. I have been blessed to have been serving the Atlanta community for Almost 43 years now, seven of which have been on City Lights. And in that time, I've had the privilege to have conversations with artists, musicians, authors, and comedians, chefs, dancers, filmmakers all over the metro Atlanta area, including those at Dad's Garage. Thank you also fairy goddaughter, Faith Saley, Whitney Millsap, Freddie Boyd, and Tim Stoltenberg for that hilarious sketch. We'll have more information, excuse me, more observations. I'm just laughing here. We'll have more observations from Dad's Garage as our fundraiser continues. But please, most important of all, donate now. At wabe.org slash donate or 678 553 9090. Thanks.
4: So here's an observation for you, Lois. The odds of winning just changed again. They are now one in 11. So please, why don't you give now? You can give whatever works for your budget. Take, for example, $10 a month as a sustaining member. How does $10 fit into your budget? Perhaps it's the equivalent of a monthly video or music streaming service, a couple cups of coffee at a specialty coffee shop, an impulse buy at a checkout counter, things that maybe you might think you could possibly live without in order to get the full benefit of WABE. Did you know that 84% of our funding comes from this community? Your donation right now during City Lights will really help us amplify the voices of Atlanta. Please give 678-553-9090 or online wabe.org donate and thank you.
0: When you give to WABE as a new sustainer at $10 a month, we'd like to thank you with our brand new Amplifying Atlanta mug. It features illustrations of some of Atlanta's most iconic landmarks, along with our beloved WABE hosts. And it was designed by Atlanta artist Fabian Williams. It's yours as a monthly donor at $10 a month or with an annual gift of $120. And you'll get a bonus gift, the PBS streaming channel Passport. Please give monthly. It only takes a moment at wabe.org slash donate or call
3: 678-553-9090. And thanks. And please remember that as you're thinking of giving to WABE, there is an amount that's right for you. Even if you can only give a one-time gift right now, that's great. And sure, sustaining monthly donations are best for us, but they may not fit your budget. Giving because you find value here is what matters most. We want to thank a few people who gave. Rebecca from Alpharetta said it just makes life better. Thank you so much. We also heard from Nicole in Atlanta. Thanks for your donation, along with that of Edwards from coming. Please give what you can, whether it's $100 a month $10 $10 a month or the one-time gift best for you at wabe.org donate or 678-553-9090. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. We want the record to show that Record Store Day is this weekend. And here with more about this celebration is City Light senior producer Kim Tropes. This Saturday, April 23rd, is record store
4: day, and here in Atlanta, we are exceedingly lucky to have a bounty of independent record stores. There's JB's Record Lounge in the West End, Ella Guru and Walk Street in Decatur, Fantasyland in Buckhead. And Little Five Points is home to Wax and Facts. And also in Little Five Points, you'll find Criminal Records, a staple of the Atlanta community since the early 1990s. Eric Levin is the owner of Criminal Records, and he's also one of the co-founders of Record Store Day. Eric joins me now via Zoom. Eric, welcome to City Lights.
1: Hello, Kim. Thank you.
4: How about we start with a little bit of history and share with us, how did Record Store Day get started?
1: Well, um, there are coalitions um, in the music business of like-minded record stores, and I'm uh, the president and founder of a coalition called AIMS, the Alliance of Independent Media Stores. Basically, they're clubs, and uh, we met with the other groups 15 years ago in Baltimore. We met and... um, And those of us involved in this project, Record Store Day, sat around in a hotel lobby and shared our thoughts and our opinions about it. Criminal Records, as a comic book shop, had always participated in Free Comic Book Day, so I brought that expertise. And other of my co-founders just bounced this ball back and forth. And we launched about four months after, and it's been now 15 years.
4: So 15 years ago, when you're sitting around with that coalition, you said you're nailing out what Record Store Day could be. But how did you even get to the point that you were discussing Record Store Day? Where did the idea come from?
1: <laughs> it's like a miraculous conception where uh, there's several people had this notion at the same time. At this time, record stores were thought to be antiquated or extinct. Uh, This was right when Tower Records was going out of business and the rise of Napster, iTunes, and digital were on everybody's minds. And we, as coalitions of record stores that were doing quite well, didn't really agree. (laughs) And uh, we were just looking to tell our story. So we wanted to celebrate ourselves and get on the radar of uh, publications and um, new customers.
4: That makes sense. So you're sitting around with this coalition and you're knocking out ideas. What was that very first record store day like?
1: We had incredible luck in Atlanta. Uh, our first record store had performances by uh, Andy Hall from Manchester Orchestra, Janelle Monet. We had a wonderful outdoor party with uh, the kind of the cream of the crop of the local scene. It goes like uh, Anna Kramer and Coat Hanger's came out to play. But in other cities, uh, I I believe Rasputin's in San Francisco had Metallica, and there were a lot of high-profile events. And still, that first year, the editorials, they were more um, comical than um, recognizing what we'd accomplished. And it took about three years, four years, for, for us to convince publications that, no, this is really a thing. At the same time, one of the things that Record Store Day had started to become known for were the special products that are made for the day. Uh, Now, initially, we were just throwing parties. I can't say that record store days have become overshadowed by the limited products that are coming out that day. They're a huge portion of it. But like this year for Criminal Records, um, we're ordering everything that is coming out, but we're also having great in-store performances. We have Sharon Van Etten, who's got a sold-out show that night at Variety Playhouse, um, spinning records from noon to two, we have Old Crow Medicine Show performing acoustic at four o'clock. We have a uh, local hero, Gentleman Jesse, at six o'clock.
4: So you have a party, there's bands playing, there's limited releases from artists that are very specific to Record Store Day. And on that topic, I've driven by Criminal on a record store day, and I've been in Criminal on a record store day, and there is a line. People want those limited releases. And I've been wondering do you ever plan anything for while people are in line, anything to entertain them or keep them calm? Lines can be hard for people to navigate.
1: It's interesting. You know, we've. Usually people start arriving around midnight to line up.
4: Are you kidding me?
1: No, it's um, usually when we're leaving on Friday around midnight because... Usually we close early on Friday to get the store ready for the next day. Um, we're saying hi to the usual people that are starting to wait in line. You know, I try to keep everybody hydrated. We always have water. <laughs> uh, King of Pops is coming out and uh, we, we check in on them. We, we go out and we, uh, cause we only let about 10 to 15 people in at a time to make it mellow. And, um, mm-hmm. and there've been some years where it's been raining. There've been some years where it's been very hot, but, but people really take care of each other. And, uh, This year, uh, Taylor Swift is our Record Store Day ambassador. Uh, Each year, we've had some famous rock and roller to uh, act on our behalf. And she's releasing a very limited 7-inch this year. So we know our line is going to be made up of new Record Store customers. We look forward to uh, to helping them uh, manage little Five Points at night. We've we've hired an off-duty police officer to be out there. It's going to be a safe and, and nice lineup this year. Not that it's been... Anything but, in the past.
4: (laughs) And when you say Taylor Swift is the ambassador, you're talking about the ambassador for Record Store Day, right? That's not specific to Criminal?
1: No, no. it's uh, She's our first International Record Store Day um, ambassador. We've had everybody from Chuck D from Public Enemy to the Foo Fighters. and, And she was an easy choice when she expressed interest. And we do have the Criminal Records, a large quantity coming in, but it's not enough so if somebody's in at say two in the afternoon we'll be out of the taylor swifts by then but we have a a huge number of buttons we've always enjoyed giveaways and this year we have produced 400 tote bags with uh this year's ronnie land design he's done a design for us every record store day we have been giving out postcards stickers and magnets with the image as well but on record store day the first 400 people through the line will get the free our uh, land tote bag.
4: That is very sweet. I don't know why, though. I keep having this vision of the person who is behind the person who gets the very last one.
1: Well, yeah, that's the that's the toughest thing. And we explain to people that, hey, if we have 10 units and you're the 11th person in line I mean, you're out of luck, uh, it's like meatloaf day at your favorite restaurant. You some the person in front of you might get the last piece. I don't love the lineup aspect, even though our lines have always been fun. uh, People talking with each other, you know, what are you getting and running in and out of the store to let people know, hey, we're out of X. If you're here for X, you know, you can leave. But most people always just say, oh, no, I'm here for Record Store Day. I want to come in and see what else there is. But then, of course, there are diehard fans who only want the specific piece that's coming out on Record Store Day. Uh, this record store day, there's about 300 unique items.
4: Oh, that's a lot. So Eric, what do you think drives artists to want to participate in record store day? Um,
1: I found that artists really like physical items. Uh, now, this is for Record Store day, but also for every day of the year. I think, uh, I'll, during the digital Renaissance, a lot of that notion was lost, but I think, uh, I think that time has gone past and, uh, You know, people want to show their parents what they made (laughs) and customers want to have that archival collectible that's theirs, that they own and can cherish and display and play. And uh, the tangible item is very um, compelling.
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously vinyl has had a resurgence that goes well beyond the collectors that you and I grew up knowing. And some of these limited vinyl releases the artwork is absolutely spectacular.
1: There are works of art. You know, that does underline a difficult situation that we're in right now in the record retail business where eh, supplies are very limited. Vinyl pellets from uh, Europe, uh, which are the backbone of making records, have uh, dried up um, cardboard uh, and paper for... The album sleeve, the album covers, is uh, sometimes lost on a container ship. Every aspect of the plastic, the shrink wrap around a record, has become as difficult to source as as the vinyl pellets. So there are uh, there are new releases that are hard to find. Uh, it takes a lot of coordination and uh, efforts on the part of the labels and the artists to, um, to get a record out. At the same time, there are new plants opening and There's a lot of new interest and money being aimed worldwide at producing records, which is very interesting.
4: I've always believed that record stores and music shops are an essential part of communities. I know when I was younger, I would spend hours in record stores. It was just a very comfortable place to be. And there was an essence of community there. So I was wondering if you could speak to... How Criminal tries to foster community, not just on Record Store Day, but every day of the year.
1: I know safe space is a uh, overused term, but uh, I've always considered the store as, as a safe space in the middle of Little Five Points. And One Halloween festival, uh, this is one of my favorite memories of the store, uh, uh, two young boys' brothers um, came in because they were lost. And uh, they got separated from their parents. And they specifically said that, well, this is where the superheroes were. Stop. Yeah, it's still, it was a personal, great for me, personal moment. And uh, I was able to uh, take them by the hands and lead them around until we found their parents. And uh, yeah, that was great.
4: Eric, that is so sweet.
1: Well, if you've been to Little Five Points Halloween Festival, you know how (laughs) uh, overwhelming it can be even for an adult. So I really felt for these two kids who were lost in that shuffle. I think it's important of every independent business and indicative of every independent that um, you know the money spent in independent stores stays in the community. Uh, I've never met a charity, a local charity that I didn't like. Uh, we're always donating gift cards to, or records or our presents to anyone that asks. And uh, I've always um, had great pride in that. I- And as you mentioned at the top, there are other record stores participating. I would urge anybody to check in with their record store in advance to see what their record store plans are.
3: Eric Levin, the owner of Criminal Records and Little Five Points with WABE's Kim Drope, senior producer for City Lights. More information is on our website, wabe.org, where you can also donate to this station. And if you do so in the next minute, there's still time. You will be entered into a drawing to win a $250 American Express gift card your chances of winning are now one in 14. There's still time to give. Thanks to all of you who have donated so far. Now we look forward to hearing from you online at wabe.org or by calling 678-553-9090. Thanks so much for listening to City Lights, our daily exploration of arts and culture. I'm Lois Reitzes with Kim Droke, Summer Evans, and we so appreciate having heard from many of you throughout the drive. Let's hear from you now at WABE.org.